Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Benifer is back. I know. I know. We thought it was over. Benifer is now officially back. Who, Who? knew? Well, I mean, I, I hate to see that there was any angst and, and problems going on and, and craziness on dating apps as related to uh, Ben Affleck and all. Uh, but it, it's good to see that, that some positivity can be had in the tabloids today uh, and, and that there is hope. You know, the thing is, I remember Benifer the first time around yeah, and it was you know, sure. when he was in the Jenny on the block video, like looking at the at the camera. They took like the picture of him. It was just really weird. Uh, you know, I remember it the first time around and how big a deal it was. But here's the thing is that I know people are shocked at this, but I could see this easily, easily. Look, as you get older. 
we all understand the mistakes we have of earlier relationships, right? And there's always the one that you could say, boy, if I had a second chance, that's the relationship I would go back and do over again. Now, for most of us, if it's something that happens and you wind up, you know, separating, getting divorced, it's let me see if I can find that person on Facebook <laughs> and see if they're single and kind of stalk them a bit and then find out what I can about them. I like that say, you got stalking into the well, mix. Because that's but- kind of what happens. Hey, look, hey, what, what are you doing? Nothing, just cruising through your photos because you haven't put a privacy setting on. Oh, look at this one <laughs> from 2014. Sounds well, like, like you're uh, from working from experience here, uh, no, son. Come on now. I just, I just know how the world works uh (laughs) you don't know all the all the uh the tagging that i've put on my facebook so i know all my exes who are going through my facebook page you kid every day there's a different one uh so if i do that am i hashtagging Um, so i get that over there that's how well, I did the whole, you know, are you turning into your parents commercial? You know, if, if I, I know, do this, I... am I hashtagging? Uh, the waiter doesn't need to know your name. Uh, so I get for most of us, that's what it is. It's, hey, you know, and, and then you hear the story. How did you reconnect? Oh, well, we were friends on Facebook. And then, you know, I, we, you know, we started talking and we started chatting. And then this is what happened. And it's, oh, look at that. You know, the high school sweethearts that get back together after, you know, 25 years, whatever it is. We've seen that. But when, you know, you're a celebrity, OK, it's kind of it's a different way. It's just, hey, uh, listen, you know, I, I, I saw that, look, I, I saw that Jennifer's single now and I'm single now and it's kind of new and, hey, let's go hang out. And now they're vacationing together again. You know, Benifer, they each get it. It was probably easy when they did it. It was, well, I'm a star. I'm doing my own thing. You're a star. You're doing your own thing. Okay. Hey, it worked out great. You know, what, what were all the things that were said about A-Rod and Jennifer Lopez that, that the, uh, the whole pandemic was tough on them because they saw each other all the time when, when oh. you know in Hollywood it's we see each other too many times I mean I need you to go do a movie for three months and I'm gonna do a movie for the, then we can hang out for like a month and then you go do another movie you go back to I'll work do a, I'll do a TV show it didn't work but hey okay I, I get it. you you have your own life I have my own life you know let's go back and try to make that work again I get it I get it Derek Rose came back to the Knicks LeBron came back to Cleveland I came back to Fox <laughs> it happens you know oh for 17 years ago all right let's go back back and do it again and now we got Benefer part two of course I saw this coming if this is this is an easy one to see coming well just always remember I mean you you have very few people that are going to really have had the experience and, and know the pitfalls of fame like you uh and LeBron <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. With this. I was trying to put you all together in one big, knowing the celebrity and you'd be able to communicate and commiserate with one mm-hmm. another. Uh, mm-hmm. That That's also why the, the Benefer part two works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I don't know that how, I don't, who knows how long this is going to go for. Is this one of those, Hey, it's fun and it's new. And then eventually we go our own way. But I, this is, this is a very common thing. Just it's remember everything's now. temporary, baby. Mm-hmm. Nothing lasts forever. Even cold November rain. We know. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Benifer is back. Benefer is back. I knew it was coming. I knew it was here. Can uh, we get Chili too? Oh, come on, man. Really? You think that's good? You think they're going to do that? That's, I mean, there's some things that I think America needs and some things America doesn't Could need. Could she that's be in the thing. next Batman? 
Ooh, I, I'd rather her be in the next Batman than him. You leave Ben Affleck alone. I think he's quite good. I'd rather, I'd rather look at Ben Affleck. The only thing he does well, right? This is the only move when he plays the man child. That's like the only thing he can do. That's the only thing. Really, it's the only. He should keep directing. Argo was terrific, right? But the only. You know thing what, that, Argo? Blank yourself, because he was fantastic as Bruce Wayne and Batman. Nah, he's only good at the man when, when he plays the man child. That, that's the only thing he does well. Everything else is just okay. I'm just kind of watching him do his own thing here. No, I, I really, I'd rather see Jennifer Lopez just playing that low. Yeah. <laughs> like what I want to see Jennifer Lopez as Catwoman in the next one. Yes, I'd like. Yes, sign me up. See, for now that. you're going to get in I'd trouble like now. That. You Why? can't say that. Why can't I say it's Catwoman? I don't know. It's part of the cancel culture, like going against the horse. No, just be careful. Why I'm, I'm talking about putting stars in movies? I'd love to see. Je- I want to see Jennifer Lopez next bat and Nazi uh, Ben Affleck. Maybe he could direct it. You leave. Maybe Affleck she could alone. play. You know, maybe she could play Poison Ivy. Maybe she could play Alfred. Maybe who knows? Maybe maybe, wow. maybe we turn it on its ear and suddenly she's Alfred the Butler. You killed off Jeremy Irons just like that. I would. I would just want to know, Master White, that you got out, Master Bruce. I wouldn't need to say hello to you. I would just need to see you and Jennifer Lopez in some kind of cafe i wouldn't even say hi too much paparazzi but i would know that you got out and i would be happy master Bruce. i s- celebrate michael kane's entire catalog <laughs> i would just be happy that benefit was a thing again i i didn't i i can't i can't bury another celebrity couple where i have a good nickname for them i, I can't bury another one i just want to know that you got out master bruce i just no, master bruce stop <laughs> Stop, damn you, stop. <laughs> uh, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. So, you maybe you saw this story today. Well, who am I kidding? Of course you did. But Harmon's thinking, oh, the one about the guy who wanted a salary in Bitcoin that got cut by the Chiefs? No, That's we'll good, get to him in a, a few good minutes. Story. We'll get to him in a few minutes, I know. We'll have the, we'll have the cryptocurrency story of the They realized the uh, conversion minutes. rate was not going to work in their favor, <laughs> so they got rid of him. But Tim Tebow is on his way back to the National Football League. Sometime in the next week, the Jaguars are going to sign Tebow as a tight end. Yeah. And I'm very, very excited about this, it. I bet. I now finally, I can play the drop again, and I'm no one's so going to get mad at me. This is the best. I love uh, it. Look, people are really missing what the real impact of this story is. Okay, Tim Tebow is not coming back. He's not going to make the Jaguars. He's not going to play this fall. He's not going to play against the Jets and catch a touchdown pass from Trevor Lawrence and suddenly the Jaguars <laughs> win and look at what's going on and Tebow's You've turned himself spoken it into, into existence. a tight end. Yeah, <laughs> and Tim Tebow with the touchdown on fourth down and the Jaguars win it at the buzzer. Oh, boy. Zach Wilson will think a lot about this one. He was just four for 37 for eight yards and five interceptions. Uh, He's not going to make the team. He's going to be 34 years old. He hasn't played in the league in seven years. He is someone who has never played the tight end position, not in high school, not in college, not in the NFL. He was the personal punt protector for the Jets the last big year he had in the that's NFL. Good. Not last big year, but the last year he had. That's, what, that's it. So this is not happening. This is Urban Meyer doing a favor for a friend, right? Tebow's done a lot for me. I'm the head coach of the Jaguars. Why not? You know what? Maybe this ends up taking a little bit of pressure off of Trevor Lawrence when we first come to camp and Tebow comes in. But really, this was done with one 
aspect and one end game in mind, right? What does is, what is Tony Stark say, beginning of end game? Uh, part of every journey is the end, right? I mean, that, that's the way it goes. Part of the journey is the end. Football has given Tebow everything in his life. And Tebow loves attention, and he's never had the chance to say goodbye to the game on his own terms, right? He's been out of the game because he got shoved out, not happy with how it ended with the Jets and the, and the Broncos and everybody else. So he's, what's he seen now? He has found a way because now Urban Meyer's the head coach. Let me come in. Let me play tight end for a little bit. It's the offseason now. You're not worried about him taking reps away from anybody in mini camps. You got guys that aren't even going to make it to the, to the roster in, in the middle of August. And so what's the harm in letting him play, get a few headlines, get a little bit of relevancy because it'll be the last football relevancy he's had. And then after a couple of weeks, he says, oh, we tried. It's great, but I'm, I'm retiring from the NFL. And he finally gets the moment to officially retire this is why he is doing this like maybe is there like one tenth of one percent of his mind going i could do it i could do it i could be a tight end okay maybe there's a but really he knows i'm gonna get to go do this for a little while enjoy the nfl you know put on the pads a few more times it's not it's not very serious i'm not worried about going out in two a days and getting hit all the time i'm gonna run on on the field i'm gonna get to see coach again and then after a couple of weeks i'm gonna retire and get my moment to walk away from the game that's what this is all about i mean this is not about hey urban meyer saying i know this young man and he's the dude he's 34 Okay, he's 34. There's 34-year-old tight ends who have been in the league as tight ends for 15 years that aren't coming back to the NFL this year. So this is not that story. Uh, This is Urban Meyer doing a favor for Tebow to allow Tebow to walk away from football as much on his own terms as he can. He gets one more run of the limelight, he announces retirement, and he gets to do it on his terms. That's what this is all about. There's no way... This Tebow story goes more than just a couple of weeks because the last thing you want to do if you're Urban Meyer, and he knows this, is go into his first training camp worried about Trevor Lawrence getting questions and people covering Tebow the entire time. He, they know that's not going to happen. This is a story that will be here. We'll talk about it. We'll cover it. Tebow will retire, and then we move on. That's how it's going to go. See, I think it's going to have legs, and it's going to vex you for months to come. No, you are just hoping that that's the case. Stop it. You're just well, then you're hoping that it dies and flames out quickly. No, I'm telling Somewhere you. Somewhere in the middle is what reality is going to be. Listen, I'm, 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 I'm a Chili Palmer from Be Cool. I'm the guy telling you how it is, man. This is how it's going to go. This is how it goes for Tim Tebow. He doesn't just walk back into the NFL after being away. Hey, Urban, call that. Guess what? I'm going to come in. What about the other tight ends on the roster? Nah, nah. I'm the other tight me. ends on the roster are Jags. I'm, I'm better. Well, they, that's true in, in more ways. Am than I that. wrong? Uh, well, come on. You got a guy named Manhurts. That's a pretty good name. It's, no, of it's course, a, they're it's a good name, but and these, they drafted a guy in the fifth round, and that's all these, fine and good. But these are all guys that have played tight end before. That's fine. Come that's on, fine. This guy's never this, done it. Jason, do we have we not recognized that sometimes life doesn't make sense? I mean, we're getting yelled at on Twitter for talking about Benefer for three minutes, for crying out loud. <laughs> Life doesn't make sense. Have fun with it. And, and with this Tebow story, look, there's, there's a million angles to it. Is it right? Is it fair? People can have their opinions. In the end, you'd all give your left arm, not just for the girl that got away, but for that job that you never got a call back to. Certainly out here in Los Angeles, plenty of folks sitting around going, yeah, I wanted a call back for this audition. 
or for that or any myriad uh, number of things. In, in this case, it's a let's see what you got. Physically, you haven't been beaten up on a football field in eight years, and I know hasn't been on a football field since 2012, uh, and that has a lot of people mad. Get out of your anger. Don't project onto Tebow. Figure out what's wrong with your life and and correct that. (laughs) And let's all watch and and watch this theater play out in front of us. Because if he's good and he can play, great. If not, he... Maybe he's got a jersey, and you know what that means? In Jacksonville, they're selling a lot of jerseys. They're selling a lot of merch related to Tim Tebow. And you but know you what? You think people are really buying Tebow jerseys? I'm going to buy a Tebow jersey. You don't think they will? No, they're all buying as soon Trevor as Lawrence his, jerseys. Dude, as soon all as his number, Trevor no, jerseys. there's. I'm not saying it's going to be to the level of Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> but you would be surprised the number of jerseys and jerseys that will be sold with the Tebow surname on the back once this is official and a number has been assigned. The you only watch. guy because right now Gardner no. Minshew has his number. <laughs> the only guy buying Tim Tebow jerseys is Tebow and any members of his family. I they're think all you're absolutely Trevor wrong. Lawrence gear. I it's think all you Trevor you, Lawrence. Greatly underestimate the way this whole thing works. It's I, and all what, one of the pieces of value is here for Shad Khan. And as you mentioned, there, there's a little bit with Trevor Lawrence. Hey, you're you're now the uh, the the famous guy. Now it's Jacksonville and not New York City, uh, where your uh, wunderkind is going to have to figure that out. On, and he's been calling all of the luminaries, San, Sanchez and Pennington and everything. How do you deal with the New York media? Good luck with that. Uh, it's not Chicago, Justin Fields, where he's been. They, might as well have a statue, uh, and I'll be tracking that closely uh, to the level of uh, derision and hate that Trubisky got en route to uh, two playoff seasons uh, during his tenure there. But uh, when we talk about here, this this side of thing is you know Tebow with the level of fame. Maybe some will be resentful. I say to them, grow up. Uh, if he can play and contribute, he can play. Uh, otherwise, you know, look at it. Urban Meyer's the guy in charge. He's going to do some unconventional things, and he's got a guy that he trusts to bring around the program. And even if it is just a nice, long way to say goodbye, I think we're going to have a thrill or two along the way. Look, this isn't like when he was competing with Sanchez for the Jets job, and they were yeah, running he had, through he drills. He had a chance at that. He had a chance no, he, at that. Did, did you ever watch? No, that was that was next-level uh, absurdity. I was at training camp a couple of days, and I watched when he was in drills, and it, they had Oh, no, he was terrible, but, but when they signed awful. him, he had a chance. When they signed him, he had a chance. And I'm telling you right now. Yeah, when they saw him play, that, they didn't. That look, this this is, could happen, right? This is his and, hometown. It's a whole yeah. big way for him to just wave goodbye to everybody. That's what's going to happen. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Okay, see you, Tim. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. So hateful. I'm just, I'm just saying how it's going to happen. And I'm, I'm telling you, you like that I, gonna I'm telling you that you're just trying to bust out your crystal ball, yeah. and I'm, you're going to be so disappointed when it goes <laughs> another direction. Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the hotline, CBS Sports NFL insider extraordinaire, who just wrote his preview of the lacrosse playoffs, 9,000 words at CBSSports.com. It is Jason Lockenfora. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, gentlemen? 
I mean, how many how many uh, words to the wild card teams getting in? How like, like what was your breakdown of your of your lacrosse prediction? Oh, I can't reveal any of that until publication, guys. Oh, okay. I, you know, that's proprietary information <laughs> Good for move. now. It's, it's not not ready for public consumption, but okay. stay tuned. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, so uh, we've talked about this a lot. You mentioned it the past uh, few minutes here. Uh, suddenly, things are getting a little crazier in Green Bay, as Devontae Adams said he would do, quote, extra thinking on his future if Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers. I mean, wh- where are things right now, Jay? Because this story, as much as you think, okay, it'll calm down a bit, uh, it's not calming down. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to calm down or not. Um but it's it's also not going anywhere. It's not going to be resolved anytime soon. It's not going to be resolved easily. Um, and the closer we get to, you know, the, the closer we, we get to actual football being played, if it still continues to be at a loggerhead, then um, I think you'll continue to see more people weigh in on it, and, and you're going to continue to hear that. There's no shortage of of people who believe Aaron Rodgers uh, has been wronged here. And whether you agree with exactly how he's gone about handling it or not um, is one thing. But for him to have been ambushed the way he was a year ago, um, it's it's not how a lot of people think it should have been handled, um, including people in that locker room. So... I wouldn't be waiting on pins and needles for, like, the next shoe to drop or anything like that. Um, I don't think we're going to have anything major coming up in the foreseeable future. I think both sides are pretty entrenched in their positions, and at some point someone's going to crack a little bit. Someone's going to waver, and and I suspect it's them and not him. But uh, we shall see. But, yeah, anytime anybody in that locker room of, of that significance is sort of saying, hey, I'm Team Rogers on this one, that's not helping Mark Murphy and Brian Gutenkist and Russ Ball's, uh, you know, position there. Got to figure out how to make more uh, money into that Brinks truck that they have to back up to try to buy some uh, goodwill. Uh, the Broncos are on back on the board right now at an over/under of eight point five wins. So uh, does that tell me that he's not there yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly what that what that tells you. Um, but you, you really look at this thing now, and you look at the NFC and, you know, some of these teams on paper, and, and they're relatively set now. I mean, there's some free agents out there, but not many who are going to alter the course of the season. And so you say, well, man, if Rodgers really doesn't play in Green Bay, that, that NFC outside of Tampa looks like you can make the case for a bunch of people. And then if he is indeed dealt to the AFC, where I think, a lot of the better quarterbacks are, a lot of the, the younger, better quarterbacks are, um, and where the competition, there's nobody as good as Kansas City, but that second tier, for my money, is, is much more robust than what it would be in the NFC. And then you say, damn, if, if, a, if a, a Vegas or a Denver really did land this cat, I mean, what the heck, be, you know, that division could be really something. Um, so, yeah, and... and I think there's probably a half dozen teams that would stick out from the bunch, and I've written about this a little bit at CBSSports.com, where I feel like if it was going to happen in the next couple of months versus you know, nine months from now, there's teams, I think, that would, would be in better position than others to fill that immediate need, and, and certainly Denver uh, and the Raiders would be among them. 
Jason Locke and Four with us, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen. All right, so from a guy who's really affecting everybody now to a guy who's, well, not really affecting anybody, but he's a big name in the news today. Uh, <laughs> the Jaguars are going to sign Tim Tebow as a tight end. It's going to happen sometime in the next mm. few days. Is this anything other than Tebow getting a little start. bit of publicity and then he's going to retire from the NFL, which he hasn't done yet, hasn't officially done? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that part of it. I, I think that you know, the longer he's around, the more jerseys, tickets, whatever else you, yeah. you want to sell, you probably can. And look, this is a guy who has, for whatever reason, been able to sort of live out fantasies that other people can't. He got to you know do the minor league baseball thing much longer than. And I saw him play, and I talked to scouts who were watching him play, and I wrote about it a little bit. And I mean. That's a luxury not many people are afforded. And had the pandemic not struck, I, I think he probably would have seen some major league play with the Mets, at least as a September call-up, just for some publicity and to sell some stuff. You know, that didn't happen, so now he's not, he's, he's not ready to give up on his football career that's been over for, you know, a half decade or more. So he gets this opportunity at a position he's never even played. Um, but if this is his dream and and – you know, this is his his mentor providing the opportunity. I mean, I, I don't think it's a fair fight. Like, I don't think Urban Urban Meyer is going to bring this guy in, create this whole sort of subplot, and then say, "Oh, you were the fifty fourth fifty fourth guy, Timmy, and boy, you don't have any, you know, uh, you're not eligible for the practice squad anymore, so you got to go." I mean, I, I think he's doing this because the guy's going to be around for a while. I don't think he's doing it to to bring him in for six weeks and then cut him. Um, so who the hell knows? But do I think he's going to impact them? No. Do I, I – mean, look, we talked about the Zervin Meyer thing from the beginning. I was a skeptic. I am a skeptic. I, I think that thing's got a far greater chance of imploding um, in the next two years than it does taking off. See, he's wow. in direct opposition to you, wow. Smith. How about that? Wow. You've been wow. predicting wow. greatness. feel like wow. we should have a wager here. I don't want to bet on whether a guy's going to get fired or not. That's bad karma. That's okay. Well, that's, that's bad. Well, it wasn't a matter of firing. It was that's more just the idea. It was more the idea of you had them challenging for Super Bowls with 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 Trevor Lawrence and and company uh, rising Look, up. And, and I said and I, Jason Lockett just threw some uh, you know salt on that. I think the Jaguars are in the Super Bowl sometime in the next five years. I mean the the, the Trevor Lawrence impact here and it, all they did in free agency was just make your defense a little bit better. It doesn't have to be great. It has to be middle of the pack. And he's he's the he's the real thing. Yeah, they're in the Super Bowl in the next five years. We'll see. <laughs> I think he's a great player, uh, but I, I, I look. It, it might take five or six years, and I would say that's on regime number two or regime number three. I I I, um, I don't I, I don't think this is set up for the long term. First of all, for with anything with Urban Meyer is not set up for the long haul, and uh, I, I I say. You, you can color me a skeptic. Yeah, we have seen him bail before, have we not? Uh, so the potential is certainly out there for you. How excited do you get about schedule release day? Or are you going to sit and break down all, all 16? 
uh, for the Ravens. I, and then, I didn't know about uh, it at all. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to pay yeah. some attention to it because they'll put me on CBS HQ and start asking me whose schedule I like and whose schedule I don't like. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's uh, up to 273 to now, too. Yeah. No, I liked it much better when the press releases went out at 3 o'clock in the afternoon and then, you know, you did whatever you wanted with them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jay, I still remember the days when I was at NFL Network where when I would have to write a preview for, like, hey, the schedule releases out. Right. They, like, make you sit. Made, they, like, my manager said, you sit at this desk. Here's your piece of paper. If you get up to go to the bathroom, you give me this piece of paper. You put your phone on the desk. Yep. I mean, seriously, it was Take like you, secrets. No, I know. Yeah, I write know. your thing, and then when the schedule comes out, we publish it right away. But there's no way anybody is finding out what the schedule is like before it comes out. It was like I had the biggest secret. It's like it's like I had the nuclear football. Yeah. You know, it's like hey, yeah. look, look at I got the world at your fingertips. Yeah, I got everything. <laughs> you know, I want right. I got the I got the uh, AFC North schedule. Yeah, like, what, well, what you, do you know give exactly me when that second uh, Jaguars-Texans game is going to be. Right. <laughs> All that draft pick ramifications. Hey, Jason, what'd you, what did you think about Tom Brady jumping on the NFLPA call mm. and saying, you know, hey, you know, they're not throwing fastballs at 95 miles an hour in December? I thought it was uh, a little bit of misdirection given yeah. the fact that he, he was walking into people's houses and, and right. breaking every rule under COVID. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. Um Look, these young guys, Tom Brady, I mean, who would have been a bigger brown noser to Bill Belichick than Tom Brady, you know, coming out of Michigan? (laughs) And the the ultimate try-hard guy, right? Oh, Coach, you say run one mile, I'm going to run three. Like, that's just how it – I mean, that's how it's sort of done. And these kids didn't get to meet these guys in the flesh during the run-up to the draft because everything was virtual. They didn't get wined and dined by the owners. They didn't get a chance to make a real – in-person uh, impression, and now they're coming in as the newest employees, and, and you got all these veterans saying, oh, trust me, I know better than you for your career. Just stay away. Meanwhile, these, again, were the same guys who wouldn't leave the building until forcibly removed when they were at that point in their career, right? So literally, it's like, hey, the janitor's here. They're closing the lights. Like, there's nobody here, Tommy. Everybody's asleep. So I, I do think it's disingenuous. Uh, I, I know most agents I talk to are telling their, their young players, you have to go. You have to be your own advocate. Don't worry about the locker room ramifications. These guys don't have your best interest at heart. You're being caught up. You're, you're the pawns. You're the guys who have the least leverage, the least money. And there's a, a tug of war going on between mega millionaires and billionaires. And you're caught in the middle. And don't don't fall for the okey-doke. Do what you have to do for yourself and your family. Because when these players were your age, they were doing the same thing. Um, and they just did a 10-year CBA, and I, I just have a hard time sort of stomaching what's being thrust at these, at these kids who already have had to deal with so much because of the pandemic and had their college seasons compromised and the, the combine compromised and the pre-draft compromised. And, and now these veterans who don't need the reps, which I get – it's one thing. You don't need the reps. You don't want the reps. But then you can't say the reps have to go away. Like, nobody gets the reps. Like, no reps for anyone because no reps for me. Like, I don't – this is not really how it should probably work. Hey, Jay, lastly, uh, stories the last couple of days have kind of made it a fait accompli that Julio Jones is going to be traded by week one of the NFL season. Uh, what are you hearing as far as the timeline? And, and, and where's a fit that you wouldn't be surprised to say, hey, when he ends up here, that's kind of where I'm thinking? Um. 
you know, I, I think it really is going to depend on what what they think they're accomplishing here. I mean, they're moving salary. They're in a salary cap bind, and, and they've spent a ton of money, and this is going to be read around the industry as a salary dump. And, uh, you know, Hopkins, younger, healthier, only fetched a two. Um, now you could say, oh, well, he was going to have to get his money, and he did. But this guy's making 15 this year, and, and yeah, the, the 11 or 12 the next couple of years doesn't seem terrible now, but if he's playing in 10 games and not 17, it might. So, I, boy, I, I don't know, guys. Um, they're going to wait till after June 1st anyway for cap purposes, right, to, to massage mm-hmm. that because, again, this is really about um, the, the fuzzy math more than anything else. Uh, this was another really good receiver draft. A lot of teams loaded up. Uh, if you're Atlanta, you, you might behoove you to wait until a contending team with an owner who spends huge money loses, you know, unfortunately loses someone who they thought was integral to their season. Uh, you know, it's the kind of thing Bill Belichick does, right? And He's got a bunch of draft capital. Like I know he signed like Kendrick Bourne and some other guys, but like, he, he, you know, he put more money into the tight ends, really, than the receivers. Right. It was, what, the, the one deal with uh, what, Aguilar or whatever. So, um, you know, he's a kind of guy who would do something like that. Um, I don't know how the Saints are going to be looking and, and if they think um, – well, those two teams would never make trade together, so what am I talking about? They're not trading them to the Saints. Uh, maybe your guy Urban Meyer would for this for the, oh, the you know, to put them over the top for their <laughs> Well they just signed Tebow. What are you they, talking they, about? They see the chalice. <laughs> you can follow him on Twitter. If Tebow wants him, Tebow will get him. <laughs> hey, we have our we new recruiter. <laughs> we're gonna put in a play where I get the pitch back and then I throw it to Julio downfield, right? We put that play in the playbook All right, Oh great. sure. Yeah, uh, go for it. At Jason Lockenfora on Twitter. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate your time, my friend. We'll talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, gentlemen. Have a good week. Uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe it's Tebow calling the shots now. Maybe, well, maybe he's just coming in as a tight end officially, but really there's not going to be practices open to any cameras, and it's going to be, dude, Tebow and, and Trevor are running neck and neck here for the starting quarterback job. I mean, no one said anything, but that's what's happening right now. Yeah, I got to think on some level, you bring him in, he's also a, a good recruiter. Right? <laughs> You're running it like sure. a college program. Sure. Here's my greatest sure. asset, my greatest pupil, and yeah. now he's here with me. And he'll sell <laughs> you on my my ways of doing things, so you'll you'll be on board. But, yeah, I agree with, with Jason in the idea of all the veterans. Yeah, they're saying stay away. Job security. Just like when they changed the uh, – you know, the salary rules when it came to the draft, right? And those big novelty checks guys were getting. It's like, that was all the veterans saying, this is garbage because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're putting in the work. We've earned it. And now you're just giving away, you know, lottery tickets. So I think this is more the same. Yeah, guys, hey, y'all stay away. You, you don't need to be there. We, there's better ways. Meanwhile, they're losing valuable time with their coaches and reps. Yeah, no, bad, bad, uh, bad business there. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tweet of the night coming your way from uh, George Sands, who says... At how about a fresca? Do you think Aaron Rodgers will sit out next season due to loathe management? That's pretty good. I kind of like that, loathe management. We have TJ, load management for LeBron James and loathe management for Aaron Rodgers, TJ. That's pretty good. I I also, I feel like I need to also give credit uh, to our our guy, um, JJ who caught the fact that during our Bob Baffert story, I kept using the term leaks. Mm. <laughs> that, no, I, I, I did, but I just didn't pay it. I just didn't draw attention to it. I, I, I caught it too, but I just want you to okay, know. Okay, I'm just saying, you know, like yeah. normally that gets you laughing no, it like does. a hyena, and it, I felt yeah, like certainly. I'd lost my touch. No, 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 you were good. I just I just had to let that go because when we, you know, talking about bodily functions can be a little, it's, you know, dicey. It gets a little dicey. There's yeah, no it question does, It does it. get dicey. Yeah, it does. and then Tyshirt does that. It's like, what are you talking about? See, what now you, you brought attention to it, so there you go. You know, n- nobody plays the victim more than Ty shirt does when he plays something that's like well I can't believe he did that and he comes on and goes what do you mean I don't understand what, <laughs> what do you mean, mean? yeah just- <laughs> perfect inflection right there I like See, that I've been working I mean I've known Ty shirt now for about five years so I'm, I got a pretty good Ty shirt impression what do you mean that's pretty good look I like you Jay I don't love you <laughs> what do you mean I don't understand that's not bad Cleveland I don't understand what do you mean <laughs> What do you mean? What? What did I do? <laughs> now drop a line about your meat consumption. Go. <laughs> Jay, Jay, let, let me break it down for you, Jay. Uh, cauliflower is, is, is don't, don't eat it. It's, it has no, no redeeming values. The cauliflower's got nothing in it. It's true. It's true. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm telling what do you mean? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? What? It's if you a went musquette. up the register a little bit, you'd be closer to a nicely nicely done with the musket. You'd be close to Seinfeld <laughs> if you went up the register a little bit. Who are these people? What do you mean, Jay? I don't know why. Spock, why? Spock. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, now you're in. That's not. That's what? Not, that's not Jerry Seinfeld. What do you mean? That's not, that's not, <laughs> What do you mean? It's not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Full circle. Oh, boy. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. Tice your dad. What do you mean? On Twitter. <laughs> Uh, so tonight we had two big performances in the NBA, and I'm going to illustrate exactly why one gets all kinds of love and the other one just gets a, oh, hey, that's pretty cool. Uh, first tonight, we had a record-breaking performance 
from Russell Westbrook. Tonight, in the fourth quarter of, of, of the Wizards game tonight, he broke the record, tied with Oscar Robertson for all-time triple doubles in NBA history. This is an NBA history. This is what Russell Westbrook has done. He now has more triple doubles than anybody else. 28, 21 assists, and 13 rebounds. And the missed final shot. Uh, in the Hawks, 125-124 win over the Wizards. It was an incredible accomplishment, and here's how it sounded when he got it. Now right lane, Gallinari with his back to Hutchison. Edges in the paint. Turns, shoots. That's in and out. Thought about going down. Now Russell Westbrook does have his 10th rebound so Russell Westbrook has done it the unbreakable record has been broken he now has the most career triple doubles in NBA history 182 that was definitely history so there it was Wizards Radio Network right Russell Westbrook gets it gets some love on social media but okay but then this guy every time he hits 30 points suddenly it's the greatest thing in the world it was a big night tonight for Steph Curry he goes for 36 Warriors beat the Jazz 119-116. Steph tonight, even though just three out of 13 from three-point range, still went for 36, and it sounded like this. Curry gets the pick from Draymond, splits traffic, steps into a three. It's up and no good. Rebound deflected away. Looney hustles it down. Back up to Draymond. 15 seconds left. Curry for three right side. Got it! Nailed it! Timeout, Utah! Warriors Radio Network on the call. That big three gave the Warriors enough cushion to walk away with a 119-116 win over the Jazz. The Warriors now three games over 500, and they're in eighth place in the Western Conference. They're still a half game out of ninth place. Memphis can tie them for eighth when they win their next game. San Antonio is just a game and a half behind them. Uh, But this shows you the clear difference between these two players, right? For a long time, these two have been two of the NBA greats, right, since they came into the league, right? We saw Russell Westbrook came, and after a little while, he became a workhorse. And Steph Curry, after five or six years of being a nice, all-star-ish kind of NBA player. Uh, Suddenly Steve Kerr shows up and he's scoring 30 a game and suddenly now Steph Curry is winning NBA titles and everybody loves the guy and he's a big superstar. But you can sit here and say, okay, who's been a better player the past six or seven years, Russell Westbrook or Steph Curry. Now, you can debate that, and and you have – look, Steph Curry's been able to win championships and make big shots mm-hmm. to it. Okay, Russell Westbrook's been able to put up triple doubles and single-handedly carry his team. He makes bad decisions at the end of fourth quarters, but the numbers he puts up. And you can go back and forth on this, right? Because there's clearly I, – I, look, you can make an argument for Steph Curry or Russell Westbrook. But where you can't make an argument is – Who likes what player more? And Steph Curry is eminently more likable than Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is polarizing because of his because of the way he plays, because of the way his, his tunnel vision comes, because sometimes he doesn't make the team better. Sometimes he takes really bad shots. And so Russell Westbrook is someone who, yeah, okay, he's good, but he doesn't have the image and reputation that Steph Curry has. So if you said Russell Westbrook versus Steph Curry, court of public opinion, the Twitter MVP, Steph Curry, is going to get all that love, even though their relative importance and what they're doing, that's a huge debate, but it doesn't seem like one just because people love Steph Curry more. This is why I always say, if you can have a great reputation, have it. 
because things are going to be so much more easier in your life. Look, and I'm the worst guy following my own advice because sometimes I just go, screw that, man. I can't go along to get along. I got to say something because, you know, this is my career and this is my life and I don't like what's going on here. So I'm going to say something, even though it didn't always help me in my career. I felt better for saying it. Uh, I am I am the one guy that sometimes can't do the go along to get along. But I would love to be able to say I could do that and keep a keep a, a reputation of, of for everybody to love. I get that, but that's not who I am. And the thing is, that kind of is who Steph Curry is. It's not who Russell Westbrook is. So Steph Curry always gets more credit, always gets more love, always gets more he's the better player. Because if you did any kind of fan poll on who the better player was, Steph Curry would just lay waste to Russell Westbrook because of his image, because he is so likable. He has found a way to keep that image for the majority of his career. Nobody says anything bad about the guy. Nobody does. I mean, everything Steph Curry says or does, wow, look how great Steph is. Look how great Steph is. He has that reputation. It's something that every player is jealous of. But that's why both of these guys are where they are. Why Russell Westbrook's a guy getting traded and dumped because, well, I don't know, how how much better is he really? Does he help us? His image, his reputation, can he get along well with everybody? And here's Steph Curry, who, hey, I'll welcome other athletes to come into playing Golden State. I'll welcome other stars. It's all good. That is some kind of advantage to have over other players when you are well-liked by everybody. And Steph Curry, that's why people are talking about him for MVP, because he is so well-liked. That's why he's getting all the run he's got this year. And here you got Russell Westbrook, who is breaking a record that nobody ever thought could be broken. Making Steph Curry, oh, look at this. He's the fastest to 300 threes. Okay, that's great. Here, Here's right. Russell Westbrook broke an all-time record tonight, and I guarantee you more people want to talk about Steph Curry than Russell Westbrook. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at the last sequence, or last minute or so of that, that Golden State-Utah game, uh, 52 seconds left, uh, Utah stole the ball from Curry. Uh, ensuing possession, whatever, get it back, missed three. Uh, and then you have a long rebound. Then he pumps in the second one. Uh, Clarkson doesn't get a foul call. There was a great stat, uh, just because I'm a big nerd and I, I like this one, uh, that the 34 shots put up by jo- – or 33 tonight put up by Jordan Clarkson the most ever by a reserve in 40 in- – 45 years, all right, second most, I should say. The only person that had more off the bench was Clarkson when he played for Cleveland. He had 34 shots in a game. Uh, (laughs) He scored 41 points tonight, drove to the lane, did not get a call uh, down the stretch, and that's when Draymond Green was able to call a timeout. They advanced the ball, uh, free throws, and win. Uh, Clarkson, who's listed as a point guard, played 35 minutes, had zero assists. Uh, But moving on, uh, (laughs) cheers to his point. I I thought that was a nice little stat to add in. Nice. But I'll yeah. take a guy for 41 off the bench if he doesn't if he doesn't throw an assist. I'll take that from a guy. Yeah, no, That's just fine. he takes the final drive and look at the bigs were out there. They couldn't rotate to Curry who hit that dagger three. Uh the Warriors are nine games above five hundred in games that Steph plays this year, one in seven when he doesn't. Uh, and now it becomes the, well, what's what's your flavor, right? Because the people that will die on the hill of how great, because I'll change sports for a second, die on the hill of how much better and greater a quarterback Aaron Rodgers is than Tom Brady are the same ones that, that'll argue for Steph Curry, even though he's got the titles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you juxtapose it, right? Uh, and, and for Russell... You know, is it all about winning the title? And when you get to the Kevin Durant years, you know, how much of the pie does Steph Curry get credited with? 
versus individual greatness. And that takes nothing away from the career Steph Curry has had. But Russell Westbrook's gone out and dominated. Ralph Irvin gave the stat earlier tonight that of his 182 career triple-doubles, his team's won 75% of the time. I think that gets buried in a lot of the, oh, he's stat stuffing. And these are meaningless. You can talk about playoff success, failures, and championships. It's all, again, how do you want to frame an argument? What do we say? Lies, damn lies, and statistics. How do I want to frame it to set my guy that I like up the best? For me, I I go into the movies rooting for the bad guy. They're far more interesting. (laughs) Except Darth Maul. I hated him because he died too fast. Well, it wasn't his fault, though. Well, I know. That's just bad uh, George George Lucas work. But But I don't want to die in this scene but we're shooting your death scene but i don't want to die all right we, we, we like, really could do something great with this character no it's like joey and friends they made him walk into the elevator shaft yes. he didn't want to anybody else want to go in the elevator what about you dr wong no 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 what about you beverly and they'll keep walking away and she goes i love you joey yeah whatever and he steps in the elevator yeah, yes shaft. now we know what jason's doing during his days fellas going back and revisiting the friends catalog no Drake ramore nicely done is he brother uh <laughs> but yeah it's just, just the idea of how do you want to frame the discussion you want to go to the individual work steph curry change the game we could say with the three-point shot and and where the warriors as a team changed things up and the nba evolved and and yes you have a bunch of younger folks that are looking around going oh, i might not be able to work among the trees but i can learn how to shoot And you go from there. With Russell Westbrook, I've always applauded the fact that when he gets down at a podium, he's not going to give you a half-assed answer. He's not going to placate you and make you feel better. He's going to tell you honestly how he's feeling in the moment. And if he feels like even with a big statistical game that they played terribly, he's going to tell you. And he plays his heart out for every minute that he's on the court, which is always something you and I have – this is as long as we've been doing the show together. Uh, you know, we've been part of the Russell Westbrook uh, celebration club here uh, just for that fact that the, he leaves nothing there. Doesn't mean he has enough left come playoff time, uh, right? It's that can you elevate to the next level when you're busting your ass every minute during the regular season? Like, what do you have left? Uh, and, and I think that's he suffers from that for sure. Um, and, and then you just frame the argument. But your point to everybody likes Steph and sh- – Steph's aw shucks. Hell, even the other night when they asked him about, hey, there, there's a potential you guys get matched up with uh, the Lakers uh, in the play-in. What do you think? And he just smiled, and it became memeable, right? Because he sat grinning for about 10 seconds before he said, yeah, that'd be cool. So it's it's just one of those situations where, you know, you got the guy in the white hat and the black hat, and, and you decide which road you want to go down. I'll, I'll take the guy in the black hat. He's far more interesting. What was it? Was it the, it was Andre Agassi, right? Who did the images everything? Yeah, uh, campaign for Nike, where we, yep. hey, listen, it's not just about what you do; it's about how you do it, and that's it's right. about the image that you put out there, and and that's way more effective. And look, clearly, you have two guys here: Russell Westbrook and Steph Curry. What Westbrook has done to the NBA, we've never seen before, right? Not since Oscar Robertson. Now, Steph Curry, what he's done, we haven't seen a shooter like him. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not dismissing what he's done. We have not seen these guys in in all my time of covering the NBA. Now, I I like to think we've seen 
more guys like Curry than we've seen like Westbrook, but that's okay. I don't want to split hairs. But clearly, you tell me if, if the, the public response and, and reaction to Russell Westbrook versus Steph Curry, is that, even a, is that even a battle? Is that even a question at this point? No, of course, it's Steph Curry all day because Steph Curry enjoys that image and that reputation of, of love by everybody. And anytime you say anything bad about Steph Curry, it's, oh, I can't believe you said that. Just go through my timeline. We talk about Steph Curry all the time. Yeah. He's not the MVP. Oh, look at this. KNBR is going to send people out there to keep me captive and, and, and send me to the top of a mountain where I get to live and not get to broadcast because, oh, you can't say that Steph Curry is, is, is any way overrated or anything. Is, is that really it. the thing that's going to end up canceling you? The fact that you won't submit to the cult of Curry? Maybe, like, I'll be taken to, like, the NBA's version of Azkaban, and then suddenly oh, nice. I'm there. The Dementors are all flying around in Curry jerseys. <laughs> Making sure Making you sure. stay there. <laughs> and I have Julius Randle comes and frees me like I'm Bellatrix, and I'm yelling in the rain. <laughs> Julius got me out. Julius got me out. I mean, you think that'll happen? That's pretty good. <laughs> I think we should try to film that. Any okay. film students that want to do this as a short film project, inquire within at How About a Fresca at Swollen Dome. Oh, that'll work, buddy. That'll work. Uh, when you're looking that to hire be people funny. fast, better late than never doesn't cut it. Fortunately, Indeed has instant match. Sponsor a job, and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. More at Indeed.com slash credit. That's Indeed.com. Slash credit. We have figured something out there, Mike Harmon. I guarantee you that would be some kind of NBA <laughs> promo right there. <laughs> I got the bad teeth and the long hair, and I'm wearing a tattered up, like, Latrell Sprewell Knicks jersey because <laughs> I've been in Azkaban for so long. <laughs> I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.